Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Brian House, and you're listening to the Work For It podcast. Our primary focus is business in the workshop. And if you want us to see and discuss your work, Use the hashtag WFI projects on Instagram and we will shout you out and your projects. Did you know you can support our work for as little as $1 a month or $12 a year? Go to patreon.com forward slash work for it to find out more. $12 a year, that's like a burrito. I love burritos. Hey, what's happening, everybody? It's Thursday morning, and you're listening to the Work For It podcast. My name is Brian House. I'm Brian Cohn. And I'm Ben Butler. (laughs) And we are here to mess you all up and make you feel terrible about yourselves. Terrible? What the hell? Come on, I'm ready to make you... I'm just... I'm just ready. I'm just ready to like just be derogatory today. That's it. Oh no! I'm, shit. I'm down. Right, I'm in right. the dumps, and Let's I'm taking go. everybody with me. Misery loves company, <laughs> and that's where we're going. Oh, we're boy. doing it. I'm pissed. Uh, be a man. Be actually, man. I'm not. I'm I'm really not pissed at all. Like I don't even know where that came from. I'm just I'm feeling good actually <laughs> today. I got oh, my, my coffee. I'm like all psyched up. I'm ready to go. I got I got. Uh, I got too much work. I'm blessed with hard work and good luck. Right. So, well, cool. Life's the time good. is now. What What's going on? What's What's got you all psyched up, Brian? What, what What happened this week? Well, this week has been. We've had January was an epic month for sales for us. Like it just <laughs> was insanity. Awesome. Like it we, might be nice. Yeah, yeah. It's really, <laughs> really been great. And when I say blessed, I feel blessed. Like we're just absolutely one hundred percent blessed with hard work and good luck and and positive sales and everything. And um, we didn't really like announce this anywhere other than I guess I'll just do it now. But my wife quit her job so she could come work with me. Sarah, I was wondering. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been pretty sweet. So she ha- has been working in um, financial technology for as long as I've known her, she works, you know, she's always done like, um, she was a UI developer, like a UX oh, no developer, kidding. like somebody that does, um, user interface stuff for like websites and yeah. digital marketing and all of that. So, which is what, where all my marketing comes from. She helps me with that. And my goal has always been to pull her out of the corporate, uh, yeah. jail yeah. cell. You know, she's been working really hard and, so, and a lot of entrepreneurial couples will talk about this where one partner supports the other partner yeah. for a period of time <laughs> to kind of like bring them up to get Can them. Can confirm. Brian, yep. Brian knows what that's about. <laughs> and then once the, I, I just want to say real quick, uh, thank you, Emily. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, I'm starting see, to realize that's, that dream myself. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a really cool thing because... Um, 
So, ladies, when you guys went through your uh, women's lib movement back in the <clears throat> 60s, uh, you became equal parts. So now we get to say, like, hey, you can go do the hard work and stuff like we were doing. Not to say that raising kids isn't hard work. I'm not a chauvinist <clears throat> pig asshole. But I'm saying <clears throat> the difference now is we don't see gender roles much. I think my generation is like one of the last generations where gender roles are kind of getting erased, which I love. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah. When we talk about like my partner supporting me and in my dream and then bringing me up, she was my financial crush for a lot of years. Just being Mm -hmm. able to lean on her and say like, look, you know, I didn't make any money this week or whatever. Right. I did have a business. It was making money, but it wasn't, you know, there was no way for me to walk away from it had I not had her. So she was she was really one of those um, big key proponents to pushing through. So my goal was always to get her the hell out of there as soon as we were able to. Yeah. Housemaid Industrial has grown um, it like quadrupled in the last two years. So we just it just made sense to not have her. I I really needed an, a set of hands here, even yeah. if it's just so, social media and helping me pack parts and do all this stuff and she's she's like the perfect person I, she's my best friend so Dude. i love hanging out with her anyway, that's so, so. cool yeah. is that's sarah awesome. there in the shop with you can she jump on the pod real quick and talk about she's, it so the schedule we keep actually today um no she's not so she's so wednesdays when we record the podcast she takes that morning to like do anything that needs to be done domestically so house mm-hmm. stuff and all okay. of that and lets me record the podcast i did have that same thought of bringing yeah. her on from time to time because she's super interesting she, person to, oh, to hell listen yeah. to hell from yeah. a marketing standpoint. If you, standpoint, if so. you just on go back to, if you just yeah. go back to the original, you know, what was it? The drinks in the house. I mean, yeah. those were some <laughs> yeah. of the best episodes. Yeah. 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 Yep. So yeah, that's yeah. that's the big thing this week is having Sarah. So she started with me. She gave her notice. I think the first week of January and she finished her two weeks, you know, she did like uh, gave them two yeah. weeks uh, notice and then started working with me last week full time. And awesome. um, we're paying her three dollars an hour. She's getting <laughs> right. the lowest possible wage. So she's working 25 cents more than you. <laughs> <laughs> she works for tips. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Buy me a coffee, baby. <laughs> that's it. That's it. So yeah, we're we're working well, for it great. together as a couple. And let me tell you what what we're thinking moving forward is so she says to me yesterday, she's like, "You know, I really want to learn how to weld and I really want to learn Dude, how to like do all this nice. stuff." And I was like, "Okay." And then I started Let's thinking go. like, "All right, let's put her in a low There's cut a top, give her a yeah, yeah give her a, a give YouTube her a welding series. torch, <laughs> and all of our thumbnails on YouTube will now be cleavage, and uh, I mean right. we'll just uh, do what all the sailing channels do and just do exploit it. women. What here is that I thought you were going here I thought you're going with Rosie the Riveter, but okay, Brian. <laughs> no, she's definitely Rosie the Riveter. I am joking about the cleavage; she would never allow oh. that. But she's she's definitely not that kind of person. But there she's are those. yeah. Those feeds, it's they amazing. Exist. I saw they exist. the other day, and I was like, man, this person does really good work. And then I scroll down, halfway down the feed, and it's like, what? what? Why? <laughs> you went from, like, respectful to <laughs> not really to quick. clickbait, real quick. Yeah. Yeah. It's just amazing. Yep. So, yep. Brian. So we're going to do that. We're going to do that, that whole thing where, like, she's going to do some content 
on her own where I'm showing her like, hey, this is how a MIG torch works and you can weld this up and we're going to build a revolution together and we're going to make knives together. She (laughs) wants to even learn how to forge and do all of that. So there's a uh, a channel that you might uh, check out. I don't, there's a guy, Festool Sedge is his name and he's uh, uh, training. I think he's a training rep for Festool is technically his job, but he started his own YouTube and Instagram and he started his own brand basically called Sedge Tool. And he does, um, well, he has one of the guys that works with him at Festool who's like the videographer uh, or the marketing guy or something. He comes to his own home shop and he's been teaching this guy how to woodwork. So this guy was just, you know, just the marketing guy behind uh, parts of Festool, and so Sedge spends one day a weekend in the shop with this guy. He's actually got the marketing guy and the videographer from Festool that come to his own shop, and they've got their own little business. But it's really neat because it's he's able to do very not necessarily beginner things, you know, but um, he's able to get some really cool content on teaching somebody pretty new to woodworking who's familiar with it. And I think that's probably Sarah at some level, right, is familiar enough with all the processes, but just, you know, the actual she's moving of the hands yeah. isn't, hasn't, doesn't have any experience. So she, she's a, she's a true artist. Like she, when yeah. you hand her something, um, she, so for instance, like I'm doing this, uh, Damascus piece and I asked her to learn file work because I don't have the patience to do like the spine file work. I don't know right. if you've ever seen Kim Mitchell's mm-hmm. work. Um, uh, the bladed broad. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know who she is, but um, funny story about the bladed broad real quick. Uh, she was on the hustle and grind podcast oh, with okay. uh, Jason. And uh, when, back when Jason's, I think it's his brother, right? That they were on doing it together. No, it was um, his leather guy. Bubba. Oh, it was yeah. his leather guy. Okay. Leather I thought they were brothers for some reason, but um, so <laughs> from another they, you've they ever they seen were the two of them. If you've ever yeah. seen the two of them, you, I, I could see it. <laughs> I did see that. I, I met them at blade. So yeah, they look like brothers, but oh, that's um, right. so, so Kim came on there and did her thing. But anyway, before that, before all of that, I'm hanging out with my in-laws and some of their close friends down here in Naples. And I had been following the bladed broad for a long time. And uh, this guy, Mike Campanelli, who I've been hanging out with for the last couple of years because he's good friends with my in-laws and they're they're all nice people like they're all kind of semi-retired uh entrepreneurs you know so they're they're um their day job is like day drinking kind of thing so uh which I think is hilarious it's so much fun <laughs> hanging out with those guys but uh they they um the Mike says to me hey uh the this girl that used to live next door to us um she's she's a like a knife maker maybe you know who she is her name's kim and i was like i don't know he's like well let me see if i can find her instagram turns out it's the bladed broad (laughs) kim had grown up next to mike and eileen and they Hmm. all hung out their their kids all together everybody they were like family they were very close in new york so they were they're a new york family and um so I reach out to Kim and I take a selfie with Mike and Eileen and she's like mind blown. Like what a small world. Right? Yeah. How about it? And yeah. So I, anyway, uh, reaching, I reached out to Kim just a, uh, about a week ago and asked her for some tips on, um, file work and if she could, you know, send that to Sarah. So her and Sarah were like chatting and Sarah actually tempted her first 
just on a piece of scrap, 1095. Like I gave her a piece of scrap, a steel, and some files and a Dremel. And I said, you know, just go at it. She does like nearly perfect uh, vine uh, file work. First time out of the gate, like right out of the gate. Making you you look like you've never done it before in your life. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But see, here's, here's the thing about this. What I love about this is that for the longest time, Sarah never had the time to do those kinds of things or focus on them. And, and now she does have that time. And I'm just like, here, take four hours and learn how to do this because we'll make content around it and we'll do like a knife build together. It'll be a husband, wife, knife build kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that's a really interesting angle. Even in fact, it it, back, back when uh, we started the podcast and, and it was Trent and myself and Sarah Craig mm-hmm. told me, he's like, there's gold there between you yeah. and Sarah. He's like, you've got to do something with that. And Craig, yep. you, when you, Craig says something like that, you listen because Craig's one of those guys that can kind of see stuff like that. Yep. So, uh, but anyway, that's what I got going on. I don't mean to monopolize that's the first very 10 cool, minutes though. of the show, but, uh, but yeah. Oh, cool. oh man, Good. that's great news. And that's so, so cool. I think, you know, Sarah being on the show early in this, uh, you know, in this adventure, you could tell that too. You guys just have that you know, best friend relationship, which is in my opinion, the only way to be because <laughs> I've yeah, got the same sure. thing on my end. And yeah, yeah it definitely but, needs to be that way. I think now yeah. when you, when you look at relationships, yeah, like my parents' generation, you know, they got married for completely different reasons. Yeah. A hundred percent. And, yeah. um, and, and when you now it's really important that you marry somebody that can be that for you, that you're like, yeah. Hey, one day you're doing this and the next day you're doing that. And they're along for the ride. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And so I, my... I, I think all three of us have that, you know, I, I get that sense <laughs> yeah. from you, Brian, that you I was going to say, I'm, like I'm hearing you guys, I'm hearing you loud and clear. <laughs> yeah. It just makes my, life uh, so much better. <laughs> my dad told me when I was a kid, hey, you know, once you realize you're with somebody and you think to yourself, like, what in the hell is she doing with a jackass like me? That's when yeah. you buy a ring. <laughs> yeah, you know you've done something right good at advice. that point. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, so, so Brian, you, you've you've got the wife in the shop full time. That's awesome. Um, yep. Ben, what, what do you got going on? What, what do you have going on today <laughs> or this week? Not a ton, honestly, Ben. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that because I've been busy. Um, you know, retirement seems to fill your day pretty quickly. <laughs> um, Are you day drinking again, Ben? Is that what's yeah, going on? Every, every day, three <laughs> o'clock, whether I need it or not, the new medicine. <laughs> no, it's been snowy here in the woods. We've gotten, gosh, I don't know. There's probably eight or nine inches of snow out there. So we've been dealing with snow, which is really cool at some level. And uh, I made my weekly trip to Pittsburgh yesterday. I've been now in Pittsburgh at least once per week since before Christmas. So I'm getting to know that drive really well. (laughs) Um, And I just built a, I just finished building a, sewing table actually for my mom's sewing room so that was kind of fun that that's so cool it's been a fun project just to build something with just a few tools you know like in my shop i've got any tool you'd ever want to build a damn rocket ship you know and so to build with 
a circular saw and a drill like old times was really kind of cool. So, but I knocked that out and then I actually for once sat down and took my chicken scratch drawings and converted them into um, actual plans. So it's kind of a neat, at least I think it's kind of a neat design because it, um, I used a hollow core door as the bench top and then the, the base takes one sheet of plywood. So basically, you know, for the cost of a sheet of plywood and hopefully you can find a free hollow core door, <clears throat> you can actually have a pretty decent workbench. Um, actually, put some casters on it and yeah. Yeah, actually, my my workbench in my shop is a, a it's a solid door. I think it's yeah. a solid oak door, but it was just mm-hmm. sitting in in the shed that I'm working in. It was just under a bunch of pile of you know scrap yeah. wood. Everybody's so, got access you know, to a door somewhere, right? And and if you don't, then there's plenty of resale building materials stores oh, yeah. and you know that kind of thing. But and if and if you didn't want to use um, a hollow core door, the way I designed this, you could actually take you know per, buy another sheet of plywood so basically two sheets of plywood and that would get you a really sturdy really stout workbench with casters that you know for somebody that needs something in a hurry or just needs something simple for a workshop or a, you know in this case we put it in the sewing room I put a couple coats of paint on it and it looks really darn good so looks good functions well and uh yeah, I like the social that you did around that too. You were taking some photos of the <clears throat> of the drawings and the, the yeah. different things that you were working on, and I could tell you put a lot of thought into that. I'm really yeah. looking forward to more of that, Ben, because it's I'm hoping it's to inspiring. Do more of that. Yeah, yeah, thank yeah. You. It, it was really cool, man. I did yeah, film. Did um, I did film the whole thing down in the basement, and uh, I've got that. Actually, got that video edit up in Final Cut right now. I've been messing with it so hopefully there'll be a video and plans and a 3d model all coming out soon will you awesome. sell those on your website or are you going to do etsy for the plans i'll probably do both honestly do both, um yeah. okay i've had sort of interesting results on etsy with leatherwork plans of all things and um i still sell one or two patterns a week over on etsy of I've got a um, a sunglass case that seems to be the most popular, and then I've got a couple apron plans and uh, one of those field notes notebook cover. Uh, I've got a template for making one of those as well. In fact, if I remember right, I think our buddy Mark Vander uh, Sanderman he built the or made the uh, field notes cover book early on when I oh, first cool. met him. But yeah, so I've got that and I'm hoping to start adding plans to it because, I don't know, I've never made plans. I usually just, and and actually I didn't start making plans for this. I just started cutting (laughs) like I usually do. And then I kind of stopped myself and said, no, sit down. You've got plenty of time. Make some plans. And so that's what I did. So, But it's an interesting thing because I've never purchased anybody's plans either. So I have no sort of template in my head or no preconceived, you know, idea of how they should look or what they should include or anything like that. And I've kind of purposefully not bought any like 
you know, initially I thought, well, I should, maybe I'll go buy a couple plans just to see how people do it. And then I thought, nah, I'm just going to do my own thing. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of just winging it, you yeah, know. Yeah, you have a different take on, on it. And I think that's important because, um, yeah. and, and the same with my plans. When people get right. the revolution plans, they're like, this is 62 pages long. And they're like, they cannot yeah. believe it because the majority of the plans that are out there are like blueprints. Right. And my, my argument for the long, the length is PDFs are cheap. You can, right. you know, send a 20 meg <clears throat> PDF through Dropbox pretty easy or through a web interface yeah. pretty easy. And with, you know, this being the, the, build for the normal man or the layman yeah you have to have all that detail because right you know the, the blueprint may not cut it you know so yeah. uh, machinists are not built well some some are are yep. building it and they get annoyed at my plans because they're like well i really wanted much. like you know well it's not even that it's like I, there's all this detail about how to assemble it but i'm really yeah. looking for this one critical dimension and i'm like Right. Well, I hate to I break it to you. Step but that... one to forty-two, and I just need to know how big the gap is on forty-three. Come on. Yeah, yeah there's a. It's it's like all these uh, details that don't matter that they really yeah. want to know, and it's like That's well, thing, that doesn't though, matter. Never, They're like, well, yeah, you can never predict what somebody's going to care about, right? And some person may get stuck on a different detail than another, and there's a an interesting thing about um, my wife being in education. A really interesting thing about education where traditionally, and this applies also, I've seen the same principle applied to software design, UI, UX, that kind of thing, where we tend to uh, design things for what we think is the average user, right? So mm. we're always trying to hit the average, and in doing so, we miss the edges. And so what this theory argues is that we should actually design for the edges. So design for the advanced user and the, you know, uh, the lowest end user. So if you design towards those two targets, instead of just trying to hit the middle, you're more likely to get, you know, get coverage for everybody. Because if you're designing only for the highest end user, you're going to have more than enough for the lowest end user and, and vice versa. And it's kind of a, I think it's universal design theory is, is what it's called, but it's interesting. And I've struggled with that because I'm like, I know what I would want to build it. And I know what I hate about following plans and, and I don't like a recipe, you know, I don't like handheld step-by-step. Step. I would like the blueprint, but trying to find that middle ground is kind of a weird area for sure. Definitely. It definitely is. That, that is a, that is a thing. So, well, that's, that's cool, man, that you're doing the doing the plans thing because I think what you're doing is you're setting yourself up for passive, somewhat passive income moving into yeah. more retirement for your healing process, which I think is absolutely uh, brilliant. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, yeah, good luck with that because Start I think that makes foundation. a lot of sense. That's yeah. Speaking of uh, passive income, <laughs> yeah. Brian, what do you got going on this week? <laughs> well, I've got the segue of passive income. I, I monetized <laughs> my, my YouTube this week. <laughs> and, right. uh, dude, it was in. such a struggle. It seems like, it, it Brian's seems buying like a YouTube. Rolls Royce. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So baby. it seemed like as soon as I was trying to monetize, it's like, Brian, you even said that you lost like a little section of subscribers. And yeah. it's like, 
I was yeah. getting right up close and then like way lost subscribers lost like I don't know if I lost watch hours or like watch hours were going away because I had so many people out there in the community that were like, hey, I just have your videos on repeat in the background trying to yep. get you bumpy. I mean, I had yeah. like five, six, seven, eight people doing that. It was crazy. Yeah, I, I was like, doing it. Yeah. It was I did it it's amazing. <laughs> it was absolutely, yeah. well, there's nine and 10. It was crazy. That's crazy. But uh, yeah, yeah it, it was funny because I, I was watching, you know, I was I was watching my, my numbers get right up to that 4,000 mark. And then like I have, like let's say ten people watching it all day, that should like shoot me up over <laughs> that that number. But it was just like stalling out right at that cusp, and then yeah. you know finally I got past it about a week <clears throat> ago now. And um, so far I, this week, I, I wish I had a Dremel. I wanted to, uh, I want to say right. real quick that I have made a grand total of ten cents. Yeah, <laughs> right. well, making money, baby. Look Bring out, money over on YouTube. Goodness gracious. You'll be but, rolling in it soon. I monetized yeah, I mine so. around the uh, around the first of the year, and I'm up to a whole six dollars for the month. Ooh, yeah. there we go. Yeah. Every penny of it come came from that skill router table video. <laughs> yeah. You know, what's funny is like I monetized, and literally within like thirty seconds, I had like five or six of my videos get taken down for uh, supposed copyright claims. That's what but you're of course, saying. Yeah, welcome That's to crazy. that world. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. I had a, I had a short video taken down on Facebook yesterday of me putting on a shirt that I used a, that David got Bowie taken song. down. Well, it didn't get taken down. They just muted the audio <clears throat> and I'm like, so how does I, that I got work? The audio, I got the from audio Instagram, from Instagram right? and yeah, Instagram and Facebook are owned by the same company. I don't know. I have no idea what, what is going on there, but um, it I've ruined noticed. the video. So thanks so yeah. much. Yeah. I've noticed a lot Zuckerberg, where I'll try to post, you know, when you uh, are in Instagram and it it has the option to also post to Facebook. Well, I've noticed a lot where that gets grayed out and you can't yes. post to Facebook. And I don't understand. Yeah, yes. Sometimes if if you have multiple pictures or videos, then it won't do it. That's one thing. Multiple videos seems to be the trigger for it to because okay. Facebook doesn't take multiple videos. It'll take multiple oh, pictures yeah. or a video and a couple pictures, but it won't take multiple videos. Yeah. And then this is a, this is a problem that only Ben Butler would ever have. But the other day I posted um, the video that Sawblade.com had made, and my description was so incredibly long. My wife messaged me right away. She's like, what are you writing novels now? But <laughs> I was flaming out about Instagram because I tried to post that thing like 12 times and Instagram kept saying, you, you know, we'll try again when you have a better network connection or some oh, crazy geez. shit like that. <laughs> and then I start looking at it and I'm like, wait a minute, how many characters can you have in a in a description? And it's like, 2000 i think yeah well i was at like 7000 characters oh boy. <laughs> so <I'm> like, oops <laughs> yeah but yeah to uh to finish out my week um so yeah. we got in that we got in that car accident with the with the deer yeah that car was totaled no so, kidding yep completely totaled yeah are they gonna send you a check for it or what so so yes, we've we've already actually gotten the check for it. And it so you get another Astrovan yet? 
No, we're not. <laughs> we did. We did go ahead and get picked up a different vehicle, though. This is What'd literally the worst market for used vehicles. Yeah, really. it is. Like, oh my god, we we went to so many different places, and like maybe we saw a grand total of twenty used cars. Wow. So, yeah, we ended up getting a twenty eighteen grand or not a grand Cherokee, just a regular Cherokee from Jeep. Nice. But, those are solid. Yeah. That's a that's a nice truck. I'll tell you what, man. The Cherokee. I drove one of those for a long time. The the motor's bulletproof, and uh, yeah. you can get it in a four wheel drive. I think it is four wheel yeah. drive, and we yeah. need that yeah. up here in Michigan. Yeah, you do. I had a Liberty for a while, and I would not recommend that. But that was a Cherokees. that was a lemon car. Yeah, it was. The they made terrible. a diesel engine though. They made a yeah, diesel that cool. version of that, and that would have been a tank. But I had the piece of shit gas i spent more time fixing the damn um uh automatic windows on that car it was like every week a window motor would go out and it was just a piece of shit anyway sorry i had that problem in my (laughs) cherokee too the window motors would go out a lot and it was because of the hot cold fluctuations in illinois that's oh when i moved to florida i sold that thing because it was just like the heat is going to destroy this this car yeah oh boy Uh, but i did love that car it was a really cool truck and um but yeah cool so anything else going on brian in your shop you got any projects well yeah i mean i'm i'm always continuously working on knives and stuff I have been kicking out a lot of YouTube. I, I now have, Love it. you know, I'm working into yeah. every single week I have something coming out. I think I'm to mid-March at this point. So nice. we're doing we're doing pretty good on that. Uh, Kyle and I are working on a couple of videos. We actually have six different knife build videos working in the, you know, simultaneously. But wow. um, normally we only do two, but, you know, we, we just decided we're going to kick it up a notch. And um, nice. the last thing is I've had no knife sales so far this month what? so yeah it's been kind of cr- well i mean january february march are always the slow yeah. season you kind of had to see it coming but i step th- up i think it's about time to do another one of these raffles so yeah that offsets rated knife that um i made it was originally going to be a chef knife for kyle my video guy and then i had the delaminations and i did that whole thing right. two full videos about it um that hasn't sold yet so i'm gonna do a raffle on that one okay so, that's that's gonna well, we be haven't, go what I'm gonna roll out this week. Yeah, we haven't mentioned it, and I don't know. You guys can tell me if we wanna wanted to mention it, but I brought up an idea about raffles. Was it earlier this week? Yeah, I don't know if you guys remember. Oh yeah, yeah. we want to yeah. want to mention that or sure. Let, I mean, we can at least get the idea out there and see what people. Yeah, think. let's throw the idea out there, and then people can give us feedback, and then maybe next week we could make it a reality if it's a good a good enough idea but there you know i've been really impressed with the whole raffle idea because i think it seems to me and and i've never done one myself but it seems to me that it's a it's a decent way for people to get what i would call an appropriate price for their work right yeah. <clears throat> and you have the potential maybe to make more through a raffle than you would selling it outright or the potential at least for an actual customer to buy it. And so, and also <laughs> like people are only kicking in 10, 20 bucks a pop. So right. It's like, it's you know. uh it's a way for the consumer to get something at a extremely affordable price while the, the knife maker or the whatever maker still gets a decent price for their, their product, which I think is really cool. It's, com- you know, community supported at its finest, but 
<clears throat> what I've noticed is it's really hard to find raffles unless you follow the people and you're really active on social. It's sometimes can be hard to see these things come across. And so I was thinking we have the WFI projects. What if we created, you know, a WFI waffles or something like that yeah. hashtag that people could just tag it and it could be a collection point for these, you know, knife raffles or whatever raffles if you want to say. I really think that's a really good idea. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's an easy yeah. way to support the community that's around us. So yeah, so right. if you think it's a good idea and you're doing a, a raffle, hashtag WFI waffle. So, yep. you know, or I guess you could do WF, WFI raffle because it's not really uh, all one word, right? Or is it? Let's is that let's, let's do waffles. Let's do waffles, waffles, and then if you make waffles yes. in the morning, you know, you can post it there too. What are you? What, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know so, anybody making waffles, but hey, you know, maybe people do this still. But uh, yeah, so wonder, is it waffles with an S or is it waffle? I think with an WFI S, we'll waffle. keep it like with projects. Waffles. With an yeah. S. Projects. And yeah. I just want to All check. Right. WFI hashtag waffles. WFI WAFF. No results. That would be found. extremely. No results. Surprised. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, so, speaking of waffles, I have two waffles to mention. So, these will be our first. I don't even know. They, they may be complete at this point uh, by the time you hear this. There's two going on. One is Neil over at Maximus Knives. He's got mm-hmm. the Harley Quinn waffle going on. I bought Dude, into that. That's that thing a beautiful badass. knife. Dude, that yeah, thing is very, badass, very badass. cool. Yeah. The I think the there's two things that sent that over the edge for me. One was the Damascus. The I don't even know what you call that. Where there's it's like a almost looks like the crest of a wave, like these wave top. Um, yeah. Damascus <clears throat> layers and then also the leather work the handle I mean everything so he's yeah. yeah I think for 20 bucks you can buy into that and I know when I bought in there was maybe like five spots left and that was a few days ago so it's possible that that one's closed out but if you want to go check that knife out uh, Maximus Knives on Instagram it, I'm looking for it now of course I can't find it here it is um, Maximus Knives all one word Go out, find the Harley Quinn GTX Chef Mesquite knife with a display stand, custom sheath, and a storage box. So as yeah. of two days ago, there was six spots left, and he may have filled those. So check that one out. And the Hopefully. second one just started yesterday, which is Ben's Bites. He did a differential yeah. heat treat on mm-hmm. this. Um, I think this is 1095. Yeah, it is. 1095. He did a leather saya. The handle is insane, and is. Uh, the second I saw this knife, I was like, I got to get on on that, so I sent so, him my 20 bucks. Let's I see. couldn't He's got tell. spots open, actually. I is see. that little zipper pouch with his branding on it part of the package? That's pretty sweet. I believe so. Yeah, everything in cool. the picture, it's very cool. He has those custom knife uh, uh, zippered pouches, I guess is what it is. Yeah, pretty case, neat whatever. idea. Um, yeah, it's a very cool idea. He laser etches his logo on the Saya, and he hand makes his own size. And it's just a mm. really cool knife. Ben has been supporting his um, spouse in their business. They have a business together, and also he's yeah. like kind of like Mr. Mom, so he does a lot of the mom duties um, in raising the kids. So he's not had a ton of time to focus on shop time. Yeah. 
him and I talk privately about this all the time. He, and, and he loves supporting his wife. So he's just like, I'm happy to do it, but I'm just not getting the shop time. So when I saw this knife come out of his workshop, I was like, whoa, you must have gotten a few minutes to, to get in there and actually make it happen. So yeah. um, go support Ben, uh, Ben's Bites with his waffle. And then lastly, I have one more. It's not a waffle, but it's a Kickstarter. I want to talk about this because I <clears throat> I got involved with Daryl Belknap of Belknap Custom Knives a while ago because he's a fellow uh, hobbyist, machinist, uh, machine builder. He makes grinders. He makes attachments for grinders. He makes all kinds of interesting things. He started off, like many of us do, as knife makers. He decided to do a Kickstarter for uh, a camp knife, I believe it is, or like an outdoor-style knife. And he was looking to get it funded uh, for about, um, gosh, it must have been, I think, four grand or something. And it was a really cheap buy-in. You could get into this knife for like 50 bucks, right? So um, I was the second to last before it got funded. Like when I hit fund, there was a dollar left. So, and Ryan Vanderveer uh, got in on it and and bought it the last one. So it's funded. But the, the cool thing about Kickstarter is that you can bypass the the funding option. So it doesn't end there. So go check out Daryl Belknap, Belknap Custom Knives. I'll put a link in the show notes so you guys can go find it um, and and go support Daryl because I just love the fact that he's doing this Kickstarter thing to get some money rolling so he can make production-style knives. That's so cool. That's so cool. That's the dream for sure. That is the dream, man. Yeah, and it's a cool knife too, so... Definitely, definitely something to look into. For sure. Um, if I can jump right back to the waffle that I'm going to start up. Um, so I'm definitely going to do the, like, you're buying the sticker and it comes with an entry, you know, the way that you guys do it. Yeah. And um, my question is, should I do 50 entries at 20 or should I do 10 entry or what, what, a, what 100 entries at $10? What do you guys Fewer. think? Yeah, I think it's going to take you longer if you do a hundred. I mean, you of course you could get there. You never know. I mean, ten bucks is ten bucks, and you might get a whole bunch of people buying multiples. If I like my odds bucks. when there's fewer. You know, I'm, I'm yeah, a little yeah. more yeah. enticed and it, as somebody that doesn't collect knives necessarily and and doesn't have a strong need for a lot of knives. You know, I would jump in. <laughs> well, the problem that I have it. is like how many people really want an offset serrated forge? Like that's such a small niche. I don't know. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else you can raffle off? I mean, you have another blade that might be more, uh, sort of, well, enticing. I think I'm going to try this offset serrated and maybe do like, you know, $15 a pop and then do 50 of them. So I, I mean, I, 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 I just threw a couple numbers out there now doing the mental math. I don't need a thousand dollars for that knife. What the hell am I thinking? But, that's the you know, thing. It, yeah, it I would adds shoot for around five hundred. Yeah, five like, sorry. <laughs> I'm literally, I literally just pulled those numbers out of my butt. And, uh, <laughs> that's what happens. No. So that's okay. I mean, you know, hey, you're 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 spitballing. Yep. That's what it. That's yeah. what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I that, like the I, concept. I, I think you should do it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think you, you know, you have good luck with it. Um, there's another one. I don't know if folks follow Jocko, whatever. He um, oh, yes. invented the Maker Knife, right? And uh, several other products now, the Kinetic Driver, that is this really cool, like, over-the-top 
tiny little screwdriver, you know, for, for little electronic screws or whatever. But <clears throat> he's now got a whole line of products that he's coming out, releasing through uh, a company called Placed Atoms is the name of their company. He's got a Kickstarter right now on um, starting and running your own product development business or product-based business and specifically how to how to navigate Kickstarter. And um, it looks like he takes you through the paces <clears throat> from the very beginning of coming up with an idea all the way on through fulfillment and support and the whole nine yards after after the product releases. I don't know if that Kickstarter is still open or not, but they had a couple of different levels. And, and one of them basically was he and his team would be developing a company and a product, you know, as part of the class, you would be part of that to see how that whole process worked. And um, But anyway, he's got some really cool Kickstarter stuff. He's got some really cool products. One that caught my eye is it's almost like masking tape, but it's got a grid pattern printed on it. And he shows in some of the promo videos for it how useful it could be. You know, say you had, I don't know, a span of... 26 and three quarter inches and you wanted evenly spaced holes spread all the way across that span you just put a piece of this tape down and you know count out the grid uh, markings and divide it by whatever number you want and use the paper or the tape itself as your sort of guide to drill holes and so it's just brilliant. really it's a neat great concept. idea so yeah, simple cool right idea. that yeah i like, like that why hasn't anybody thought of it but yeah he's got some cool stuff and I don't know. I supported his uh, Maker Knife campaign early on, and I didn't support the Kinetic Driver because I just I think I kind of caught it late or whatever. But they've got some really neat stuff. It's a really neat brand, um, and just a really neat guy who I guess he started in the tech industry and sold a couple companies that he had started and used that money, just poured it right back into this Maker extravaganza he's got going on. So pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. Yeah, for sure. Check for out sure. Jocko. I've whatever. got a I've got a list of things I want to talk about as well here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Go if, for it. I, I never well, make Brian, a list for the podcast, but I know but today. Yeah, I've got so much to talk about. Uh Gentry Custom Knives. Oh my gosh, I was about to bring that up. <laughs> okay, good. Because he's doing this knife build along, right? And yeah, it's so cool. Uh, there are, there are, he's, I, I think he messaged me yesterday. I got to read this message. Let me just meet, read this real quick. But he said he's got like over 150 people building this freaking knife. And I'm uh, one of them. 110 people. So, yeah. So, um, and we're supporting the give giveaway. So, or the, the winnings. If, if you, if you do this knife build along with Gentry Custom Knives, if you go to Gentry Custom Knives on, on Instagram, uh, you will see that he's doing a knife build along. Okay. And Gentry custom knives is all one word. So you go there. He has 16.3 thousand followers. I love this guy. I, I just absolutely love his attitude. He is one of those uh, inspiring, positive, mm-hmm. ener- energetic people who I just absolutely love to watch work. And I like his YouTube channel and all of this. I think he's somebody to watch. And so it's, it's he's just doing a build along. 
It's just us Michiganders, man. We're just so positive. What can I say? I, I, lo- I love the Michiganders, <laughs> yes, for sure. And his work is fantastic. Like, look, yes. if you look at his knife builds, they're super clean, ridiculous work. And uh, he did mention on the last podcast that we did with Jeremy over at Simple Little Life that Jeremy was the inspiration for him to become a full-time knife maker. So he would That's he right. attributed that yeah to mm-hmm. to Jeremy which is really cool. Um, great show last week by the way with Jeremy. So if you haven't listened to that, uh, we interviewed Jeremy over at Simple Little Life. He sat in on the podcast almost as if he was one of the work for yeah. it crew. Like he was just he plugged <laughs> he himself right in. Did you guys notice WFI that? Five projects. Yeah, I was he like, had a dad joke great. ready and everything. He had a pick. Man. Yeah, I mean, man, I love it. So cool, yeah, so cool. So if you want to do this this Gentry custom knife build along thing, uh, you can message him privately. He'll send you the templates, and then you can build it uh, with him. And then at the end, there's going to be a voting situation, and you could win. He's got awesome prizes i mean he's got a lot a huge giveaway going on we are supplying he already got a grinder builder to basically give a huge uh amount of money so we're we're not going to give a grinder but we're doing a sharpening kit for that grinder so the that'll be something that you could get from housemade and i'll be shipping that out to him uh very soon and yeah so i wanted to mention that and then isn't that number up to like 35 or 36 hundred dollars worth of giveaway well, yeah, I know that the it's grinder like insane. was two grand or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's amazing what he's uh, he managed to do just by using his positive energy and talking with different vendors. And I think because, you know, we all love him so much, he's like, well, of course, we're going to support you and what you're doing. So, uh, but yeah, go go become a part of that, man. And and um, and I just love the, the concept behind the build-along. Knife Talk did that, and that's how I got connected with, a whole bunch of people. I did the knife talk build along uh, thing and I got connected with Dustin and Devin over at the art of craftsmanship. That's actually what landed me here on the makery network was doing the knife talk build along. And then, and then Jeremy mentioned me on the podcast to Craig. And then it was like, Oh, Hey, you want to do your own show? You'd be great at it. Let's, let's have this, let's start this thing. So if you don't think that, yeah, exactly. If you don't think that these build alongs connect you with people, you're wrong because it, it, yeah. it, uh, it brought me up real quick. You so. got to put yourself well, Brian, out there, right? That's the, that's the thing right now. If you're not putting yourself it. out there, you're things, things happen when you put yourself out there. Yeah. Brian, I know you're a busy guy. Are you getting in on this or you've put in a prize package so you don't want to, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I cannot win it. So I'm not gonna yeah. try even, but, uh, the, here's, here's my issue. So I'm doing the, the, the YouTube, uh, dagger challenge with mm-hmm. Dennis Terrell and you yep. and, uh, Aaron and Eric and I don't know, green beetle, Steve, I think everybody's back in on it. Right. I mean, yeah. we've got everybody, uh, I think Redbeard is, uh, joined on this time again, Blackbeard ups. And Blackbeard Ops and Art of Craftsmanship, uh, you know. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Should so, I put up the Slack channel? I can, I can read them all off. <laughs> <laughs> I got, They're all, got all there. the pirates. Red beard, we got all the pirates. Beard, we got all the, the, green all the, the crew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got uh, we got it all. And I'll tell you what, man. The, the The lineup is amazing. So we're doing that. And I am actually, 
I'm actually going to be doing some some Damascus for this build Ooh, because I ca- I caught bet. a lot of shit for the there last you know. one just using a file. So a lot of people were like, "Oh, your dad was cut out a file and then just grind oh. it back using a jig. This is just stock removal. I'm I I can't vote for you because you know you didn't you know do a million layer snowflake Damascus like right. Dennis Terrell." Oh, and I was like, "Well." This is, I'm not, I don't know how to make Damascus. I've never done it before, so I gave it my best. Well, so <laughs> that's why you're doing this Damascus thing. Well, oh. it's part of the journey, as you know. <laughs> I, I am making yeah. canister Damascus, <clears throat> excuse me, and I'm also doing like some really long layered, uh, no, no patterns. I'm not doing patterns. I can't, I can't go down that road. But I, right. what I can tell you is that I have enlisted someone who is, who is uh, uh, I, let's just say a fairly famous dagger maker is oh. one of my consultants on this build. Wow. So, um, are they going to be uh, in the video? Or are you gonna Are you gonna show them off? Or uh, I'll, I'll sh- I can't. We're in different states, so uh, I won't be able to show him particularly. Well, but I'll be able to show his a work. Particular somebody out. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So we are we are doing so I have some I have some inside track information. I I figured like you know what Dennis has taken the trophy two years in a row. Yeah, we yeah. got so, to step this thing up. We really got to step this yeah. up. I mean, this yeah. is it's go time now. Somebody's got to well, you know be a contender. So you know, you I've already actually started on my build in my video. So I oh, also of course you have. I the also heat is on, baby. I also have a collaboration in work with this video. It's Look it's probably guys. not it's not yeah. as big as yours, Brian. But you know, we're, I'm trying you, you over think. here. Yeah. You think? It isn't, yeah. well, well, you think? Well, while you two compare sizes, um, <laughs> have you seen? Uh, <laughs> have you seen um, Al's Hack Shack's Hamascus video yet? It's no. been out for a while, and for some reason in my head, every time I hear the word <laughs> Damascus, I think, think of Hamascus. Hamascus, and he makes this ridiculous, I think it's a mallet he makes out of it, and it's like a chunk of spam, and, <laughs> <laughs> and he says, they like said bologna it and like, yeah, he says they <laughs> said it couldn't be done, they said it was too much ham for one hammer. They said, uh, why does your workshop smell? That's pretty funny. That is pretty funny. That is yeah, funny. Please Google tell that. me he smashes something with it. I, I would think love he to does. I don't remember. Oh it's been out. He well, it was a 2018 video, December of 2018. But just on YouTube, just search Al's Hack Shack Hamascus, and it right, is I'm brilliant. He's, right. he's brilliant. Al is just incredible. They've been doing... Uh, himself and uh, Jamie Page and uh, some of the crew from the the former uh, Makers International podcast. I've seen they've been doing these virtual craft fairs, and it's really neat. They'll take, I think it's like over a two day weekend. They'll do Saturday and Sundays every couple of months, and they'll queue up about a dozen makers. And they do live streams making things, and it is really cool. Like the Red Smith gets on, and uh, a number of different folks. But any, and it's everything from painting to leatherwork to forging. Uh, I think Brett McAfee was on there a time or two, and it's really neat. What's it, so, what's it called? Like, how do we find it again? Uh, Tell me how you. It's like you virtuallycrafting.com virtual. or something. I'll have to right. I'll have to find it here while we're chatting. But I just recently kind of stumbled across it because 
I used to listen to that Makers International podcast quite a bit. And when they dissolved the show, uh, it became... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details maker's waffle i think is what it's called now and it's a totally different i mean there's a few of the original uh hosts but they had like a half a dozen hosts on that show and uh yeah i just happened to see um i think it was on jamie page's page where um yeah he was announcing the the batting order for this month's makers or, you know, or, or crafting virtually crafting fair or whatever. But that I'll sounds amazing. I've never heard of this before. I, yeah, that, it's that's pretty neat. Very cool. I think it's a lot of, you know, uh, a lot of European or, or, you know, international overseas uh, makers. And I don't know that there's a whole lot of um, makers in, from the U S what's his name? The wood Turner. Oh, I can't remember what his name is, but he, uh, He's he does wood turning on it, and um, yeah, it's kind of cool. Lathing, yeah, does some lathing. lathing. (laughs) But I don't remember. Yeah, I'll find it and share it. Cool. Uh, Yeah, it sounds it sounds cool. Yeah, we'll 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 include a link to that in the show notes as well. Shifting real quick into WFI projects, uh, unless you two have anything else on your list you'd like to bring up. No. This oh, is I'm a good. full Speak promo now. show. I like it. We've got it. You know what? Before we do that, I'm going to shout out the patrons in the first portion of the show. Yeah, yeah do it. It's growing and growing. Let me, let me tell you. Yeah, it is growing. <laughs> Every week we get new <laughs> patrons. Right, <laughs> <laughs> uh, every week we get new patrons, and we appreciate you so much. So uh, in full transparency, yes. we are making $109 a month now, which mind. is more than covering our costs to do the show. Um, and, and I'll tell you what, man, the, the love and support from these folks is, is just amazing. So let me read you all off. So it's, it's Mark Vanderwerf, our OG, our OG. He has been in, uh, for over a year now. So we got Mark Vanderwerf, Vander Sander, yeah. 118. Yeah. Did you see his post? Sorry, did did you see his post where he, he posted about his anniversary of yep. supporting the yep. show? I thought that was so really cool. cool. So yeah, thanks, very Mark. very cool. Yeah, we appreciate you, Mark, so much. In fact, I think of him every time I start my forklift because the right? he sent me a, a leather made custom keychain. Oh yeah, with Dutch Hills, his logo on it, right and. Mm-hmm. I kept thinking like, well, and he was like, well, you could put it, you know, you got your new shop and stuff, but the, you know, my keys, 
I have like a ridiculous amount of keys on my keychain, so I can't really add anything right. else to it. So I was like, well, you know, what am I going to use this for? I'm like, forklift. Yes. So I put it on there. <laughs> and I, every time I start that damn thing, I think of him. Uh, we have Justin Miller, Florida Man Forge. We appreciate you, brother. Devin and Dustin O'Hara of The Art of Craftsmanship. Now, Noah now again, is it is it Dustin and Devin, or is it... <laughs> The joke, the running joke, is that it's just Devin, and yeah, that yeah, if yeah. it were up to Dustin, he wouldn't I'm support convinced. us at all. Nope, and not even a little fact, bit. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, That's gotta be the way it is. Uh, <laughs> Noah, Noah Bloomberg of Entiat River Forge, who is doing some amazing shit on his Instagram Killer feed. Stuff. Yes, it, it it's. I don't so know where fun. he's going with all of this, but I love the mustache. I'm Noah, following. I, I want to yeah. grow that freaking mustache so I bad. Know. Oh, it's fantastic. Boy, that, I love that it. video of him yesterday hacking the hell out of the deer was oh just my God, phenomenal. So good. I'm like, you're <laughs> you're gonna turn like, the stomachs of every vegan in the oh, world doing this. Jack but I was, love it. Jack was loving it. My little axe murderer <laughs> child yes. was, was loving it. <laughs> if you're not following Antioch River for it, you you need to. He's just it's great. No, I love Noah's work. Noah, you need to start a YouTube channel, brother. You, you're, yeah. I don't, he maybe you have one already. I don't know. We but should have him go on the do show. more. We really should. He's super interesting. Um, yeah. Michael Nye, Jamie Blow, Jamie the Squid, Eric at Overkill. Uh, so he changed his. So in my list, he just shows up as Eric, but it's Overkill Maker Works on Instagram. Bob Ryan, Brigham Kindell, who is also doing some fantastic work. I don't know if you've seen some of his grain structure photos that he's been posting recently of him. Uh, he snapped a blade on accident, so he went down the road of, hey, check out my grain structure and and make let's make it a learning experience, which I go. really truly appreciate. Uh, Scott Wilkerson, my man in Florida, Menster Hill Forge, Keith Drennan. Real quick, want to mention Keith Drennan and the Working Hands podcast, both of which support us here on Patreon. And great if guys. you're great guys, if you're not listening to the Working Hand, Hands podcast, you need to because they are. I, this is another thing that I need to mention on my list, so I'll just go ahead and do it. They're doing a challenge called Make What You Fear. All right, so it's a hashtag, hashtag make what you fear, all one word, right? And it's mm-hmm. designed for makers to get them out of their comfort zones, okay? And yeah. I love the concept, and in fact, I will be joining the Make What You Fear challenge. Um, I, I definitely will not le- le- win anything, but I'll learn a lot, and um, I'm building something that I absolutely fear, and it's one of yeah. those things where... It's, I was going to jump in on that. It's too, a great I concept. Think, yeah. You should. So, I think you should. I've got a couple of ideas, and I, I think I may, I may jump into it. Yep. There's, so it's, it doesn't end until like March, right? Yeah, well, you got time. Yeah, you got like two months. Yeah. So think. Brian, oh. you're you're making a USPS uh, <laughs> mail carrier, or what, what are you what, what are you making up there? Box. <laughs> the tables have turned. They 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 now fear now they're me. bothering you. Yeah. <laughs> We get two pickups a day sometimes now. These guys show up. They are they are very very focused on making sure that I'm happy. And uh, we've now worked it out where we load the the pallet into the back of the of the truck with the forklift. They show up with a mail truck that's pretty much empty, and I just dump every day. I put a huge pallet of stuff in nice. their back there end. It is. So there it is. Uh, one time it was so heavy. The truck made it about a quarter mile down the road and broke down. So, oh jeez, 
Uh, that, I wear that as a badge of honor. That is right. that is How fantastic. I love it. So uh, Keith Drennan over at the Working Hands podcast, he's also hinted that he may build the revolution yeah. as his Make What You Fear. I don't know if he's decided to do that or not. And Keith, nice. if you're listening, reach out to me privately. I'd like to assist you in that process if you decide to do it. Uh, all right, so getting on with our patrons, Bob at uh, in the UK, my main man, Shed seven. He's Shed underscore seventy two on Instagram. Bob, Brian Hooten of Hooten Knives, Jason Moss, our man in Texas, Mark LeBlanc, our man above the border in Canada, Ken Kimna, Crafty Man Forge, James Hunsberger of Hunsberger Pocket Knives, Cardoso Knives, Sean Michael Owen of Moxie Engineering. KnifeMaterial.at, Moonshine Leatherworks, the master prankster Brian Absher uh, <laughs> is <laughs> supporting us, Working Hands Podcast, Ryan Coakley of Ryan Chadbourne Knifeworks, our gen- general manager of wood carving and blacksmithing, Carol Ann Jeanette Racine, she's also in Alberta, Canada, Oxford Blade Company, MaritimeKnifeSupply.com. If you want to, uh, if you're in Canada or if you're not in Canada, if you're in the States, you can take advantage of the Canadian USD exchange rate and you can buy things from Lawrence Lake up in MaritimeKnifeSupply.com. Richard Beck of Beck's Armory. Big shout out to Richard this week for assisting me in getting my new plasma torch set up. Uh, go check out BexArmory.com. He makes all kinds of stuff. Uh, grinders. Uh, he's working on Venturi burners for uh, forges. Yeah, he's got a he pretty much sells out like everything he makes. So you yeah, know, it's great. If you want to see somebody that's doing a side hustle, who is making a living, working hard, go check out Richard Beck and his work. He's another positive force in the maker community who is taking his. Like he's taking all of the skills that he knows how to do and turning it into a side hustle, which it's fascinating to me. I love it because that's what I that's how I started. And I just mm-hmm. truly appreciate Richard. Jared Weaver. I love Jared. Do you guys you guys following Jared? Oh yeah, of course. You've seen yeah. him. Yeah, okay. I'm not sure. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, great so guy. Like folks. been there since the beginning. Um Leon Shanks. Of Two Birds Blade Works. Dennis Terrell of Terrell Knife Works. We also have to bring up Dennis and Blade Magazine, so don't forget about that. Thomas Moberg. Donnie Dulovich. He's in Florida with me here in Homestead over and across the alley. Bruce Carlson, who is the guy who made that awesome wooden crane. Maximus Knives. Mr. Neal over at Maximus Knives. We've mentioned him many times, and he's a big supporter of our, of our show. And we have two new patrons this week, if you can believe it. Brad Troxclair, which the name escapes me. So, Brad, I'm going to have to dig into your socials. I'm sure I know maybe once I see your Instagram handle, yeah. I'll figure it out. And then mm. also Jared over at Echo Blades. I don't know if you remember, nice. Brian, but we yeah, wired yeah. him yeah. in oh, as yeah. like our first Instagram. Yeah. Uh, I've been uh, I've been talking back and forth with him quite frequently and uh, yeah, great he's guy. a really great guy. He's a really great guy. There's just so, so many great it. folks. It just it's you read through that list, and I mean, hell, I can remember when I started, Brian, and I remember the day that Mark Vandersander joined Patreon, and we had started it fresh, and we were a little hesitant at first to even start it, if I remember. Yeah. But just to see that list grow, it's it's just so incredible that folks care enough 
to spend their hard-earned money to listen to a show they could get for free anyway. Yeah. And it just it's so cool. I'm really thankful. I am too, and, and I think that it's affirmation that what we are doing is making people's lives better i think you know that they yeah. feel like they want to support yeah. what we're doing and uh it just yeah. i man i i don't even it's, i don't even know i mean i have i support people on patreon so i know what that feels yeah. like where mm-hmm. i want to like help and and i in some of these yeah. people that i support on patreon they don't need my help you know they're just, right but i love the fact that i'm on their list somewhere you know it's a, and it's a just great keep way to yeah S- similar to the the waffle concept right it's just that community supported business is the future and i think it's really cool you know to be part of it to see it happening in front of us where it's you know kickstarter was the big sort of community supported business model but now it's playing out through things like patreon and and waffles you know raffle knife raffles i i think are very similar to that whole concept it's just people paying for what they appreciate. And that's really yeah, yeah. sure. And we're stronger together. I think that's oh, the, yeah. the key here. When we tout our little, you know, um, I think Jeremy said it was uh, like micro manufacturing where you have all these mm-hmm. people yeah. doing this work and making money in their garages and stuff. If you yep. think about it, we're just a cog in the wheel, right? You know, I provide tools oh, yeah. and I provide entertainment through content. And Brian, you're making knives and content and Ben, you're making whatever you make and all the things that you've got going on and content. We're just Mm -hmm. pushing that out into the ether and it becomes kind of a just one piece of many who are coming together and the work for podcast when people listen to it, they're they're saying like, hey. You're doing more, you're doing this work, and we want to make sure or ensure that it is, is it continues. And and that yeah. that's why they donate that money to us every, it's every really month. So neat. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, if you'd have told me, I don't know, if you'd have told me five years ago even, you know, that you could do this, that, you know, people would support three guys talking to each other every week, you know, I would have probably told you you're crazy, but... I do see the value in it because like you, Brian, I, you know, I'm several p- different podcasts and other Patreon accounts that I support. And I think it's, I don't know. I always think about like the public TV, um, freaking when they do their funding drives or whatever. Yeah. As a kid, that's, we only got public TV here in the woods. <laughs> we used to get so pissed as kids because we had to sit there and listen to the tele- telethon, you know. <laughs> so, and here I am holding my own telethon, so I'll shut up now and quit quit boasting about myself. <laughs> Whenever I think of telethons, I think of the movie UHF. You oh, ever see that movie with that. Weird no. Al Yank- Weird Al Yankovic put a movie out in like oh, the 90s, really? I think. And they had to raise money to buy the TV station and it's it- Oh, nice. It's it's super nerdy movie fare, yep. but it's classic Weird Al, Weird Al Yankovic. So if you've not Man. seen UHF, you need to see it. Michael Richards is in it actually. Before I'll have, uh, I'll have to is add Weird that to Al my list. still around? Oh yeah, he's is still he around. Still kicking? Oh yeah, Weird Al's still alive. A... Yeah, Man, we've lost we've been... a few people this week. Uh, How about so, it? Yeah, yeah Meatloaf and yeah. uh, Bob Saget. 
mean, yeah, Bob Saget. We lost uh, uh, what's the the guy the um, Louis Anderson too. The he, yeah. he passed away. Yeah, unfortunately. If you if you've so never rest heard, in peace to these guys. If you've never heard some of Bob Saget's uh, not America's funniest home video friend. Oh yes, uh, <laughs> he's very man, blue. He, one of oh, the yeah. yeah one of the raunchiest comedians in the bunch. Oh, my surprisingly. God. Yeah. Did you ever see um, Half Baked with uh, Dave Chappelle? Yeah, yeah. And he makes like a cameo in that where he's in uh-huh. the AA meeting. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was my first like, holy shit! Like, yeah. Wow, Bob Saget is definitely of... not Dan Tanner from uh, no uh, from Full House. <laughs> not so, even man. close. All right, real he quick, shifting much. gears into something a little more positive. I've got a dad joke, Brian. How's hey, your uh, trombone? Oh, is yeah. it warmed up? I'm good to go. Warm what did Spartacus? Bone. What did Spartacus say when the lion ate his wife? What did he say? Ooh. He said nothing. He was a gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That is one from Brigham Kindell. That's a good one. Brigham Kindell. Yes. I love yes. that we're getting submissions on the dad jokes. Yes, absolutely yes. love that. Yep. Yep. Hey, Where before we jump gladiator. back into. Before we jump back into the WFI projects, I want to, I, I don't know why it, it, you know, kind of flew over my head, but um, I forgot to mention that um, I had a surprise package show up at my front door this week. <laughs> it was from uh, nice. 419 Forge Works. He just randomly, you know, apparently he was, he was just watching my videos and realized that I'm grinding with the belt going towards me on the slack on the I top. I saw this. Yeah. How Is this cool. Jeremy? Jeremy... Ball, bail, bail, ball. <laughs> that I is exactly why I didn't. I that's exactly I why I didn't say his ball. name because <laughs> I, I didn't know how to pronounce his last name. <laughs> Jeremy, I'm totally sorry. I, I'm, I'm crushing your name. You can correct me in the DMs or whatever. Jeremy Ballbow. I'm assuming is how you pronounce it. But I yeah, literally four one nine forging is his handle yes. on Instagram. I literally did not bring up his name specifically because his last name. <laughs> this is another cac cutlery situation. Right, right. We yes. can't have that. Yes. We can't right. have that. Yeah. Right. But anyway, Brian so he sent me he that. sent me the uh, Ford reverse switch for my VFD, and that's so I, cool, that man. So it cool. was so cool, and you know he didn't have to do that, and he did, and it was really nice. And then when I was hooking it up, actually it was yesterday. Um, basically, I just did a live stream, and basically, they, okay, guys, you know somebody can show me how it's done. And uh, we we got it done. It was it was kind of a fun little experience on the live stream. But I I wanted to say I've you have started a really cool movement with these live streams. I a year ago I would never see live streams pop up on my feed, you know. And now it's two, three, four times a day. I'm yep, seeing yep. you or pickle cutters or or jk you know jason everybody's yep. jason's doing it ben's bites was doing you know you guys that it to me is just so freaking cool and i would love to start joining well yeah man just join in you're always welcome yeah. anybody that's listening is welcome it's- to join in um, basically I would join way- in more, but I'm naked a lot, so I just right. I can't join, or I'm There's, sitting on the toilet or you're something. In, in between like, scenes. You know, <laughs> yeah. Well, like whenever I get finding- on a live stream and people are like, "Brian House is in the house, get on the live stream." I'm like, "Dude, guys, I'm sitting on the toilet. I'm taking a huge dump right, right now. Good, I can't. I can't hit get the wrong button. Right sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Well, uh, you guys don't want to smell this. Trust me. <laughs> well, I've been finding like, especially you know, making knives all day now. You know, I'm grinding and you know. 
or foraging and you know basically i need to take little 15 20 minute breaks and i've just been filling yeah. those breaks instead of just sitting around and you know flipping through youtube or other social medias That's i've just, just been really jumping cool. on live and having a conversation with somebody real quick it's pretty cool it's, dude yeah i yeah. love the concept i think you're doing great work there and i love how other people are jumping in and it becomes kind yeah. of its own animal like the the conversation goes in one direction and then and then into another so it's yeah. i usually yeah. catch them when after they're not live anymore like I'll, yeah i'll pull it up and i'll see the feed so i watch the i was gonna later. say do you um are you sort of archiving those or collecting those in um, any fashion i do post probably 80 percent of them i post as nice. a just a regular straight post but Every once yeah. in a while, there's something that happens in it. Like, for instance, around Christmas when I was showing off those those uh, bottle openers, basically I would check, oh, nobody's going to get – like, I'd check the, the roster of the people that are in the, in the live and make sure that, like, oh, you know, nobody's getting this for Christmas so I can show this thing off. And then I won't oh, post yeah. those. But um, <clears throat> right. very, very Is rarely, way... I guess. It's probably n- closer to 90% of those that I post. Yeah. So Instagram recently sort of – revamped they they officially killed igtv yeah right? and now yeah. it's just videos and i notice even if you post a video that's over a minute they don't even you know they don't even say would you like this to be a long video it just automatically goes to video thank um, god by the way i hated yeah. that and if you yeah. look at the analy- analytics and i know the reason why they did this is because the second it goes to watch more no one clicks yeah. it yeah. Nobody it, it clicks just it. Yeah, dies right it's there. Just, yeah. yeah, they've always struggled with their longer form video. They are. I, I don't it's know. Their own folks, fault, though. I know. I mean, you know they, they it, did it was this never searchable. Yeah, it was never searchable, so you could never look for knife making videos. Um, and it was never monetizable. They are now um, paying folks for reels. Which I've recently true? heard how several the hell do you, makers. How do you, how yeah, the hell do so you make based money on views, making reels. It's based on views, and um, it's similar to like YouTube has the Shorts Fund or whatever it was, where they had yeah. like five million bucks, and when that's gone, they'll quit paying you. But I've well, also heard. Mm, oh, <laughs> I can go on a whole rant about that if you want. Oh, but. I could too, but more informational, I guess. But I so Facebook also has some monetization efforts going on. You have to have above 10K followers on Facebook and um, they're paying folks for reels and uh, several other things. The Instagram they thing is definitely- They messaged me about that. They, they said that I could make $34,000 a month with my current followers, yeah. followership. I was like, So if you listen what? to Shop Sounds podcast, uh, Keith- Oh, what's his name? Keith Johnson. He uh, was was basically t- talking about how much he made, and they promised him kind of the same thing. You know, you can make three grand a, a week or something like that. And I think he actually did make several thousand dollars on it over the course wow. of you know a couple of weeks. But that's out there. I um, this was probably six months or more ago in the summer. Instagram was allowing folks to monetize live streams and I actually well, was invited to that and I actually did get paid. I made a couple hundred bucks, I think, on that. Oh, really? Which wow. Which was pretty neat. You had to do is that three through, lives. 
Is that through um, basically people sending you gifts or is that just like... No, that was in addition. So you can buy badges, right, um, on people's lives. Some people you'll see where you could buy a badge and it it was a way to support them. But if I go into my uh, settings, I have uh, promotion, like promotion payments, and you just had to connect a payment method to it. And uh, yeah, and then they have criteria. And I can't remember what the criteria was for the lives, but it was if you did, I think if you did three live streams in a week or in two weeks or in a month or whatever it was, and then two of them had to be with at least one other person. You know, oh, geez, I do that. Do it alone. I do that almost every work day. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> but it was kind of neat. So they, so I don't know. It, it looks like they're starting to move towards a YouTube model in some twisted way. But I'm, I'm going to so. start uh, monetizing my videos of me converting metric equivalents into Imperial and just oh, clean up, just make a ton of money. I don't know if you guys saw right. that I that reel that I put up on Instagram and on Facebook of me yeah. walking with a marker and just doing the conversion and writing it down on my big heavy-duty magnets that I, I use to lift yep. sheet steel. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... <clears throat> And I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Perhaps someone can educate me on this. My conversion is correct. Okay, so uh, when you do the conversion from kilograms to pounds, it's two point two oh five per pound. Yep. So two point two oh five kilograms per pound. If you do six hundred times two point two oh five, you get thirteen twenty two point seven. Okay. I write that down on this magnet with a sharpie marker. I was called a moron, an idiot. I was, I mean, pe- people Why? were just, because they were saying that the, the conversion was incorrect. So, oh, horseshit. That, and, and multiple people who have followed me for years, who are like, I consider friends, they're like, your conversions are wrong. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, so I, I'm trying to find out because I think somewhere in public school education in another country, could be Canada, could be, Europe, I don't know where. They told, they taught their students a quick way to do this and to multiply it by 2.25, not oh. 2.205. So everyone was saying that I was low. And I'm mm. like, mm, see, here's the thing. I'm Google, not. Google, like, before you well, make those comments, people, ex- check yourself. Well, <laughs> what's crazy about this is how adamant they were at how right. wrong I was. Well, that's mm. the and country I'm like, we live in now, Brian. Here's the You're thing. wrong, and I'm going to convince you that you need to be right in my regard. Somebody gave yeah. me a T-shirt this year for Christmas that said, I would agree with you, but then we'd both be wrong, and we can't <laughs> right. have that. And you I know, started responding perfect. to all of these people with that comment. Like, I'd agree yeah. with you, but we'd both be wrong. And then it became this enormous like back and forth. And I'm just like, look, bro. So I started screenshotting it. I'm just like, Wait a do the conversion. Now is this what is this what Sarah's now doing because she's now your you know your media woman? <laughs> Listen, we are going to make a million dollars doing incorrect <laughs> conversions from metric oh, to man. imperial. It is a gold Speaking mine. I claim it now. We're going to make NFTs. We're going to do a whole thing about this. It, we're going to create an entire economy based on the argument which is better, imperial or metric, and then I'm going to do incorrect a- calculations and make a million bucks. And retire. It's oh a gosh. massive argument. Every time I post, I I do a little trick for finding the center of a board where say you measure it and it's 
you know, six and 12 sixteenths or, you know, whatever the hell, some crazy decimal number. Well, I just run my tape at a diagonal until I get to a nice even number that I can divide by two. And then you just mark center there, you know, and it's really dead simple. It's a really easy way to find the center of any span is just to run your tape at a diagonal. You have to be reading from the same side of the tape. Really simple. Every single time I post that, the comments pour in like wildfire, or you could just use metric. Yeah. yeah, no shit. I could, Guys. but I have been born, raised, and institutionalized on the imperial system. It's right. what I freaking use. Guys, Sorry. you both need to put those videos on TikTok just to piss pe- people off. Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. Um, I should. I never did that. I never posted Sedge, it to TikTok. Yeah, Sedge Tool, the guy I mentioned earlier, he actually has an entire video about um, imperial versus metric. And, of course, working for Festool, a German-owned company, he's all about the metric. And he makes an interesting argument. He says people always argue that they don't understand metric or it just doesn't flow with them. And he says, you're wrong. You use metric every day. Our entire money system in the U.S. is based on metric. Right? That's a good point, yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. 100 pennies you know, equals one doll hair. Tens, yeah. 100 yeah. pennies is a doll hair. Yep, yeah. exactly. <clears throat> yeah, he, no, speaking, I understand metric. I completely understand it. It's and so in easy. fact, it makes tons of sense to me. I wish we did use it here. Yeah. And I do think it's a better form of measurement. In fact, yeah. all my rules are yeah. both in metric and imperial because That's, I try to do the conversions and then I look at them and, and, you know, and all yeah. of that. So I think, I think it's a mistake. I think we just um, need to learn how to monetize the argument, which yes, that's, exactly. That, I, I'm I'm yeah. all about making money and being a capitalist. Let's just market. Let's just create an entire market on making money. Have you that um, damn thing. have you seen? Speaking of trolls and and online internet arguments, I'm I'm sure you guys both follow Ave on oh, yes. the YouTube. Um, you know he's number one. Did you know he's the only YouTuber that does not have his subscriber count listed on really? his account? Yeah, Why is that? I don't know how. Don't know you how the hell he's off, been I able think. to do it. I don't know. I, I was looking for it the other day. I I heard that on a podcast at one point. Yeah, you but can turn anyway, it off. He gets yeah. millions of followers or you know millions of views on his videos. He did a several sort of like fireside chats, and I think some of them were. Over the holidays, some of them were uh, during COVID and and really interesting stuff. It's just him sitting behind the camera, of course, because you never see the man's face or any of his body but his hands. And uh, he just sits there and smokes weed and talks about life. But <laughs> he <laughs> talked about um, Internet trolls and how he's you know defeated them and just really neat. I mean, the guy is so wicked smart and whimsical that... I don't know. It was almost like a podcast in a way. So if you haven't checked out those, uh, what does he call them? I don't remember. Like fire, they're kind of like fireside chat or like hillbilly TV or something like that. He calls it. And uh, yeah, one surprisingly, he about I'm not subscribed fire. to him. I need to subscribe. I'm looking at it right now. He posts it's, a it's ton cool. of videos. I was scrolling through his feed last night, and it's it's deep. So like I went way remember- back to like. 
Do you remember the 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 person I had on the show uh, named Renoa? Like way back. Uh huh. Yes. Early. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So so she's friends with him. And oh no and shit. Like like personal friends. And in fact, now that I'm looking at his page, you know, and his recommended is her channel. Renoa's auspicious okay. travails. Oh jeez. And yes. I and I talk with her like once a week. Like she's amazing. Like she's a human. She's just like one of the coolest people I've ever. I think she's fascinating. All right. I just find her fascinating. Yeah. Like ABE, yep. I think it's the same. And she's like, oh no, no, he's a really cool guy. And like we talk all the time and whatever else. And That's and cool. um, there's this like like weird little sort of niche. And she listens to the podcast every week, so she's a, she's there nice. and she's always asking to come back on the podcast. She wants to be back on the podcast. Oh, she nice. Moved to Philadelphia. She actually just moved to Philadelphia. So she's there. Now. Oh, cool. Mm. Um, but, uh, but anyway, all right. Hey, so we got to dive it's back more. into work for it projects because <laughs> we got to end the show at some point. Oh, um, we're at hour 20 in and I'm going to start, uh, because there's a few, I'm Brian, I'm going to let you take Dennis's because I'll, okay, I'll cool, let you cool. talk about that. But, uh, there's, there's a couple of interesting, uh, pieces in here that are not like a common for us one is uh the one from salmon creek underscore custom knives he's doing these interesting pipe lamps i don't know if you saw those they're like um he's using like uh i guess it's uh black iron pipe that people would use to plumb maybe gas yeah. or something and he's putting like led lamps like really interesting yeah. cool stuff uh, and he's asking if he made them, would people buy them? I like the one with the with the big round bulb that's got like the squigglies on the inside that would be mounted to a ceiling. I think that's really cool. Like I would buy that. It looks like a go. Venturi burner kind of. It's it's there really neat. Cool. Yeah, man. I will take up the next one. We've got the one and only Dennis Tyrell. He was featured on Blade Magazine this month. How freaking Ooh, yeah. cool is or not this month, but next month. But next dang, month, yeah. How cool is that? The uh the ice blue or the uh, what's it called? The ice blue bowie? Yeah, the ice blue bowie that he made for the buoy challenge. Yeah. And kicked our asses some, with it. Now he, now yeah. he's being featured on Blade. I see how it is. Good. Some amazing yep. pattern Damascus. And I love the and I don't know if this is like a filter they did, but the portrait of him that looks very Van Gogh, like he's <laughs> he's got both ears, I think, yeah. in the photo. So, uh, yeah. but it's like it's it's well, a great photo of his head. It's like a headshot, but it looks like it's painted kind of. And yeah, I'm like, I was actually they made reading... him look like really smug, like, "Hey, look at what I did! I'm a well, badass." I don't like, remember. I, lo- I love it. I don't remember what I was looking through, but one of wherever he posted it, I was looking through the comments, and someone made that comment of like, "Wow, that's that's a that's a picture," you know. (laughs) And he (laughs) he said he said uh, something about he was on a business trip and he didn't really have access to better pictures, and that was like literally the the only good one of his just his face. So you know, there it is. I've got no photos of of me that I yeah I'm kind of strange like you need a headshot maybe you guys. I yeah, I really probably do at some because that that makes him that makes him look like the most interesting man in the world. It really does. <laughs> yeah, like when you look right? at it, the knife next to his headshot, and the, now he's in this magazine <laughs> or whatever else. Either that and or uh, a serial killer. <laughs> All right. He looks very distinguished. Like he's got yeah. a snifter of cognac in one hand, and like you know, he's, he's he's doing this. And, I'll tell you, uh, I I love his Triple T Thursday, right? That's yes, it. I always absolutely. get them mixed up. 
Triple T Thursday, where, and he does it in his smooth radio voice. He's like, mm-hmm. it's tools, tips, and talk with Dennis Terrell. I, I yeah, love it. I'm, just, yeah. I'm, I'm bought into everything he's doing. So yeah, man. go make sure you follow Dennis Terrell, Terrell Knifeworks. And we're going to beat him this time, right, Brian? He's going down, man. He is going <laughs> down. Dennis, we're throwing the gauntlet down, brother. You're going down this time. <laughs> Goodness. We're gonna turn this this YouTube knife channel. We should turn it into a WWE wrestling event, like where we all like talk shit to each other, and there's like a belt involved. Sure, I'm in. <laughs> I found one. Um, Papa Hatch axe with his six inch draw knife made from an old jointer blade. That and is that. that is Mark LeBlanc. He's a uh, yeah. patron of ours. That's mm-hmm. making making do, baby. I love it. That's really cool. That's one of my Wangle's favorite workshop. Uh, tools. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I interrupt. I was going to say, ahead. one of my favorite tools is a draw knife. They're just so freaking satisfying to use. He made that? It looks like it out of a joiner blade, he says. Wow. Which is a really, I never would have, <clears throat> you know, never thought about doing that. I mean, I've got some joiner blades that need changed on my eight inch jointer that might become a nice little draw knife when I get home. That was something that my dad had in his shop all the time in his wood shop. Yeah. I never really knew what they were for when I was a kid. Mm. I was like, Oh, what is this for? Yeah. I use it, um, a lot with live edge stuff. In fact, the big Walnut river table or desktop that I made, I've got some video. I need to post that actually of just taking the bark off, which is a pretty, you know, sorry excuse for, work for that kind of tool but um i see what's his name uh, vintage axe works uses a nice straw knife for shaping handles axe handles yeah really yeah handy. definitely and and he's so fast with it i mean he oh can yeah take ma- massive amounts of material very accurately with that yep razor sharp you know you get the right uh the right sort of bevel or angle on those and man they'll hog off some serious material uh, have you seen the? Um, I don't know what this is called. It's like a. It's like a vice for leather work. Do you know what oh, I'm talking oh, about? Uh, it's yeah. It's a stitching pony. Stitching pony. That's what it's called. Espoke yep. Studio. So I saw that. E S P O K E Studio on Instagram. All one word. He is a new contributor to WFI mm-hmm. projects, and he's also hashtagging Make What You Fear. So he nice. must listen to the Working Hands podcast. But um, I recently did some leather work uh, last week with Sarah. I needed a new belt. So I bought leather and I figured it would be a good, you know, kind of intro primer to doing the leather work. And I made myself a new belt. And um, when I started looking into uh, devices to use, you know, for leather work, I came across these stitching ponies. I'm like that is so interesting. It's like a vice yeah. that clamps, and it's it's very cool. really simple. And he made one. Funny, yeah. funny enough, I happened to pull open Instagram while I was making a stitching pony and saw that come across my no feed. No way! This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I was up uh, at my father-in-law's shop using his bandsaw. A stitching pony is priceless when you're uh, hand stitching leather. In a pinch, if you if you get stuck and you don't have a stitching pony, you can use a hardcover book. 
And I've done oh. that where you, oh, with like you a open clamp. it in yeah, the middle. Yeah, yeah, open it in the middle, put your leather work in there and pinch it. And then you kind of, you know, so you can squeeze squeeze your Bible between your knees and uh, <laughs> put it to good work stitching some leather. There we go. <laughs> well, I'll take the next one. Entiat River Forge. You know, we always feature him all the time. But he's been making these bottle openers, these um it's a hand forged bottle opener with the uh, the twist handle. Are you guys seeing this thing? Yes. How so interesting! So I've been trying to go down. I mean, obviously, I've been making those you know stock removal you know bottle openers, and I've been kind of refining my design on that. But I actually, I while I ha- while in the morning a couple days ago because it's so dang cold, I have to turn on the forge just to warm up my shop up here in Michigan, but. Um, I kind of was playing around with trying to make one, a bottle opener with this style, the hand forge with the loop at the end. And um, yeah, it's not, it's nowhere near as pretty as this one. That's for damn sure. But I really like his, his um, comment down here that says product testing is something that I take very seriously. No, really. I had to buy this beer to make sure that these were good. <laughs> my man, my man. Of course, of course. Yeah. I mean, beautiful work by Noah Bloomberg. Another Absolutely beautiful. <clears throat> another patron of ours, which I really love. Yeah, um, buddy. Uh, I'm getting a call, an important call. So let me. I'm gonna mute real quick. Go ahead. Well, Ben, you want to take another one? Yeah. Let me see. Oh, this one, Riley Knife and Tool, with his CNC here. Uh, laying on a batch of 36 neck knives. I may have officially lost my mind on this one. Let's see how it goes. The CNC router go. I built. So he built this CNC, it says. The oh, CNC wow. router I built makes perfect layout a breeze. I can also spot all of my holes. So here's to progress. That's pretty cool. So he's just using his CNC machine to uh, basically scratch... Uh, the pattern on there so he gets an exact pattern tracing basically it looks like he's got a little engraving maybe a carbide tipped a uh, bit in his spindle the spindle's not spinning at all he's just dragging that uh, engraving mm. tip across the um what's that blue shit that you guys put on your steel the blue dike so you can yeah dike them and uh yeah that's pretty dang cool I have not played around with that style of like drag knifing or engraving on a CNC, but that's pretty cool. Makes Riley sense. Knife and tool. Makes sense. Yeah, it really does. I want to shout out Two Birds Blade Works. Uh, he's uh, he made some. I don't know if you've seen his work, but uh, he has a really interesting touch mark. If you uh, if you go check check it out, uh, he made a paring knife and um, out of 1085 Japanese steel with curly maple and. Uh, his work, he's like doing integrals and stuff. So go check him out. Two Birds nice. Blade Works. I believe he's a patron as well. So uh, I can double check that. And you guys. I actually am going to be getting a delivery okay. in about right. 10 minutes. So okay. I start will rapping. have to bow out. Yeah. So sure. um, if, if you guys don't mind, we could shut the show down now. That way yeah. I can get out there and I've got to offload a semi full of stuff. So. Yeah, it's gonna, gonna go run the while. tractor. You gotta run yeah, the tractor. Man. What are you doing? Plowing snow or what? No, we're gonna. The old the old man's got a couple trees he wants cut down, and so I get to drive the brand new John Deere, baby. Ah, there we go. Very good. Very good. 
Well, well listen, guys, we appreciate you. everybody. I appreciate you guys coming on the yeah. show today and just hanging out and being on time and all that stuff, you know. Yeah, man. So. New Year's resolutions are a wonderful thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Ben, that was a, I took a shot at you across the bow. Touche. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired, baby. Shots fired. Look out. Look out. All right, everybody. We appreciate you listening to the Work For It podcast. I hope you have a good working week ahead. Hard work and good luck. My name is Brian House. This has been Work For It. Hell yeah. Oh, Ben, get in there. They're both Brian's and I'm Ben. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, 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 goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye. (laughs) Good good luck, guys. Have a great week. Yeah, you too. Yeah, you too, man. Enjoy. Later. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.